I am Lemuel Gonzalez, Repentant Sinner, and along with Amity Armstrong, your heavenly host, I invite you to find a place in the pew for today's painless Sunday school lesson, Without Works. This week, we complete our conversation on St. Paul of Tarsus and The More You Know. We've covered the negative aspects of St. Paul, at least the aspects that we that have impacted Christianity as a faith. We started this discussion with a question, why are churches half empty and a younger generation declaring themselves non-religious? I feel this is really largely due to the embrace of religious dogma and conservative theology by the church at large. This is not the theology of Jesus, but the theology of Paul. We've also seen how Paul affected Christian thinking by laying strict rules rather than the openness that Jesus taught. We've also seen how he assumed control of the church from leaders that Jesus put into place. He's able to do this by appealing to the Jewish communities and Gentile Christians who are far away from the church at Jerusalem. He seems to be affecting the new church at a distance as well, but this is a distance of time. With the attitude that the scripture is inviolate and unchangeable, Paul's words seem to be fixed into doctrine with no chance of removal. Maybe this discussion can lead to a new perception of the scriptures, an understanding that this collection of, script, of spiritual books was edited by scholars who thought they were preserving a part of the early church. In truth, they might have been listening to an outlier. And that became dogma through the selection of his letters. The most important thing with all of Paul's certainty about his place in the church is that Jesus is the founder of Christianity. And his open acceptance of everyone is more important than Paul's prohibitions. So, do you feel like you know St. Paul? I what mean, is your impression of him based on what we've read? I, I, no, I don't think I know him because I don't think what we've read is actually what he wrote mm -hmm. or what he wrote in the context of how he wrote it. Um, but the same goes for having re read the Gospels. I don't know Jesus either, mm -hmm. not really, through time and space. What I do know is... It does seem very much, especially the evangelical church of the last 20 years, has leaned further away from the, the teachings of Jesus. Mm -hmm. so, you know, those red words that are, th that right. are in the book. <laughs> and leaned he more heavily on all of the other words in the book, which, uh, as far as I know, were written by not God, but human men. Yeah. And, you know... I I I personally subscribe also to the belief that Jesus was also a human man, <laughs> but um, he had ideas I could tolerate and stomach, whereas mm -hmm. some of these other people, specifically Paul, has some ideas where I'm just like, why are we li why are we listening to those? Except of course to preserve the power where the power is. It, I'll tell you when. Providing these episodes, providing the material for the episodes, mm -hmm. I had my break with him. Jesus very plainly puts Peter in charge of the church. Yeah. And what we read in particular last week is where Paul is now asserting that he's in control and that Peter was good for then, but this is really what we should be doing now and following the things that he's teaching. Do you... Mm, I don't know if you want to cut this out, so I'm uh -huh. going to make a statement now in case you do. Do you feel like your experience with your own family over the last two years has oh, I believe so. feeling? I, I've heard more Paul quoted 
at me than Jesus. Well, I didn't, not even specifically just Mm -hmm. for that, but just for the someone everyone respected and believed in and loved wanted one thing to happen. Mm -hmm. And once that person could no longer speak for themselves, uh, the... That's interesting. They they feared in a self-serving way rather than in a follow the... Right. The the rules laid out before them way. We don't need to get too into, yeah. you know, the ex you know the the the, de- the nitty gritty details of that, but it does feel like, you know, there was a parental death wish that was roundly ignored by yeah. <laughs> everyone after, you know, that saying to that person's away. face, Yes, we will honor your wishes as soon as they could, they seemed to go in yeah. and change that I feel like through what we've done I feel like I do know Paul better Mm -hmm. and because I get the sense of and of course we disagree on the divinity of Jesus yes but it's like I feel that when you're reading what he says he's honestly just opening doors for people you know just what do you mean she can't be my disciple she's 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 a woman no but she's She's a person. She's, she's a, a human person. being. Yeah. She's God a human forgives being. her sins, and and that ability to wrest the control from the priest by first of all defining what sin was, and then defining how you did it. Yeah. And instead, saying, and you have to go to them for forgiveness. Instead, you have I. God forgives you. I, I just said it. Yeah. God, God. It, it also right. he, the the more leaning on Paul and the less leaning on Jesus also mm-hmm. feels very much similar to what's happened with capitalism in the United States. Mm. Um, where when the United States started, the idea was, well, I mean, the idea of, ever, quote, everyone mm. was uh, not what, what our right. common definition of everyone is, but that everyone had the opportunity to make something of themselves. And now we've gotten to the point where the people who have made something of themselves are like, let's close these doors. <laughs> <laughs> so no one else can get in here because if someone else gets in here, I might lose some modicum of comfort. Um, and it's a very self-serving uh, and exploitative um, way to run anything. And I feel like Paul, I mean, especially since many of his letters were literally self-serving in that they were you know soliciting something yes <laughs> like, I, I, the, the look on your face when you when you, you know it's like well he was doing that but he was all he was he was preaching effectively because he wasn't allowed to preach in public that's anymore. fine but once again all these right. people want to tell me that the bible is the literal word of god and i'm like no the bible was the the writings of man and in the the mm-hmm. in the specific case of Paul he was writing in order to get something mm-hmm. different things with different writings but almost always none of these were his personal reveries of faith they were all letters to someone to serve a end purpose right exactly and in that degree, and to me that's just like well then that's not fa- that's not a, fa- a doctrine of faith then it's just not. It can't be. It also is, um, it's like he had a, a great, um, whereas Jesus was constantly rejecting the authority and defying both the government and the church, 
Paul was the exact opposite. It feels like he wants to either be the government or at least be in cahoots with the government. He, his, cahoots. He gets quoted. Paul's a cahoots guy. <laughs> well, he, he, he wants to maintain a culture and he wants to be, because I, I really think that what we read about. That he can dictate. Right. When, when we started, we were like, okay, here's a person who was a Jew from an outlying community. Yeah. Who comes in Jerusalem and overdoes his Jewishness. Yes. To the extent where he's persecuting and having mm-hmm. Christians killed. He's got real Iago vibes. Right. Then he <laughs> he has he says a vision, he converts to Christianity, and then he starts dictating to the people who now remember this is a vision to people who actually lived with yes. and eaten with and traveled with Jesus, he starts dictating to them what Jesus' words are. And they're like, no. And St. Peter sends him away. I don't yeah. want to deal with you. Yeah. So, Which was yeah. a mistake. Hey, St. Peter, enemy's close. Mm, Enemy right. is close. Well, uh, you get it. You give him uh, distance. You give him um, sort of acquiescence. Right. He has no oversight. And he can say whatever he wants to whoever he wants. And if people believe him... And, and Oops. so we he, read that we have too. a new church. His disagreement with St. Peter, we only have his side of the story to know that it even took place. Because Peter didn't feel the need to write that down and right. send it, it to somebody. It was very odd because he does this and then it, it uses this as an example of why he should be in charge of the church. If I was in charge. And when we're and reading... I can't imagine <laughs> putting the if I would... The if I did it into the actual right. text... What? He, what are we doing? I don't even understand. And is there a? I, there are a million versions of the Bible. Mm-hmm. You go to the. You go to a bookstore. You don't even have to go to a Christian bookstore. You go to a regular new bookstore. You can yeah. go to the Bible section, and there are at least twenty-five versions that you can pick up. Do any of those not contain the writings of Paul? Um, that's kind of. I I wish there was. I mean, I don't know that you are a Bible scholar. No, no, and have no. Read no. All of uh, what I want to do is I would really actively encourage people. You know, the extreme people. teen Bible right. does it not have Paul in there? I know it, that those are things that exist. Right. Oh no, no. I I used to have things like that when I was a kid. Um, to go from though, yeah, it, there's such a difference in Jesus's wild set fires everywhere, yeah. you know, and burn this to horrible... conform, get right. yourself in conforming, we gotta get, get in good with these governments. And, right. Romans you know. chapter 13, verse 1 is very famous. I'll read it to you. Let everyone be subject to governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been <laughs> established by God. He That's literally the opposite of rendering to Caesar what is Caesar, right. or to God what it's is like, God. Yeah, he so he's saying everything is both God's and Caesar's. Right. He, he, when you see like which the verse is that, a way to get Caesar right. on your side. <laughs> which is even the fact that you, as a person who wasn't raised in the church, know that one because yeah. it's so famous. He's just like. He doesn't care. No. It's like this religion and politics have nothing to do have with nothing each other. Nothing to do with each other. But, I need to stay right. separate. Now, mind you, and and Paul is like, yeah, but right. with government sanction, we get more money, more power. I get fancier robes. He was at the advantage of being a Roman citizen. He kept using that every time that he got into trouble, and so it behooved him to say things like that. But when you read a statement like that. You know, when he's claiming that there's no authority except that which God has established, 
you're speaking about the authority of his time, which was Rome. Yeah. Which was filled with people like Caligula and Nero. Mm -hmm. You're talking about people who lived... If you tell this scripture to a Jew who lived through the Holocaust... Yeah. That God put those people in authority. Yep. Or anybody who lived during the reign, for God's sakes. Well, if you tell right. Nazis something like that, yeah. it makes it much easier for them to persecute the Jewish right. people. Because well, their authority has been God-given to them. We just came through a presidency uh-huh. that is nowhere in comparison to those things. No, thank God. Um, but it could have been. It probably been. from it could have gone that bad. Because we're still dealing with the repercussions of what happened, the decisions that were made then. But this is a verse that they will use because they're going to say, oh, this person's elected now. Everyone shut up. Uh huh. God has put this person in authority. Now, mind and you, And by everyone shut up, I mean uh, all of you people shut up because when we lose, all we're right. going to do is say that we didn't actually lose. Right. So, so we're there's no horrible, concession. Well, if thing. <laughs> Joe Biden's in charge. God must have put him there. God must have put him there. Yeah. And I like they they don't believe that. 100% right. they don't believe that. It's it's because it's there's very a, strange where they draw that line. A selective well because it's if you follow in the in the footsteps of the self-interested Paul, mm-hmm. you read the scriptures in a self-interested manner. Right. And evangelicals, especially like heads of mega churches and mm-hmm. things that are making huge amounts of money are absolutely reading the Bible and preaching the Bible in a self-interested manner. You get the sense when you're listening to Paul that he keeps trying to assure you that everything's okay. He wants to sort of make you believe... As everything is burning around you. This is fine. (laughs) (laughs) This is totally fine. Because he'll try to make you believe something like, if there's an evil government in charge. God still placed that government in authority, so we have to obey that government. And that leads to horrible things, yeah. right? Yeah. He, if because he, the, right. the head of a government is not... We do not... Here in America, we mm-hmm. do not believe that our head of government was signed by the Lord. Right. There are monarchies. They do believe maybe that the Queen of England was, you know assigned by God, but she mm. doesn't even have the day-to-day law power. Right, she doesn't have the authority to do this. She is yeah. largely a figurehead, right? Especially now. Um, what was I saying? That was the beginning of a thought, and then the end of the thought left. Sorry, thought. I'll miss you. Well, <laughs> to go over the points that we did go yeah. over, we started with uh, to me, the most egregious one, really, because I think this leads to everything else, mm. was the vessels of wrath conversation. Oh yeah. So his his and it's that's it's all self interest. Right. It remains to be self interest. I am not a person that God hates, mm-hmm. but there are definitely people out there, and you should turn your scorn on them as well. Hey, immigrants. They're taking your, hey, poor people, they're t- the immigrants are taking your job. My, instead of just right. realizing everybody on the bottom is being screwed by everyone re- on I the top. I remember when you were having, and re- I, it's hard to read some of the stuff out loud because there's so much deeply ingrained rhetoric to what he's doing. It's like, well, you know, when we talked about the issue about um, his clashes with Judaism, well, um, I'm not speaking as a Jew, but if I was speaking as a Jew, I have the best credentials as a Jew. Yes. 
I but, am the best Jew, but I'm not a Jew. But I'm the best one right. there is. If, the, if I was a Jew, I would be How the did, most observant Jew ever. But I'm not speaking as a Jew. I'm speaking would, as a Christian. Yeah, I don't... It yeah. was, But it's that kind of double talk. And when you look at the whole conversation about vessels of wrath, it really was this bizarre thing where God loves everyone, but God has destined some people to go to hell. It, it literally... It, it, it's, it's scapegoating. It right. is the beginning of scapegoating. Right. Mm. Or just... I don't have the faith and ability mm-hmm. to discuss the thing that everyone is going to ask. Right. Why is there evil in the world? If God loves us as mm-hmm. much as you guys say God loves us, why is there evil in the world? Why do bad things happen? He couldn't find a nuance. He right. couldn't find an explanation other than, you know... Some people. Well, yeah, it seemed like she <laughs> just marked. And <laughs> what? That's, that led directly to... But that also yeah. feels like this. It, it leads to that same... I can't when people either tell you that your loss is uh, God's plan. Right, exactly. And this is... Yes. That when a tragedy strikes a community and the people that survive are like, you know, God was looking out for us. Yeah, right. but... All my neighbors, I guess, because <laughs> screw well, them, because they all ended up dead or homeless or that's whatever. Why I said and it feels very much like his his, his self-serving level of comfort that he gives to people is that everything's under control, and it's it's everything. Nothing is under. Right. Hey guys, he, he keeps doing that. I don't know if you've been outside right. in the last two years, but nothing is under control, and it's all because of people, right? I do not blame God for the coronavirus. I do not blame right. God for the fact that we have such a high death rate in this country and we still are never going to meet herd immunity. I blame people and specifically I blame Christians in this country. Well, not just Christians. There's a lot of Christians who are on the opposite side of this. There are. And there's but a the lot vast of vast majority. Right. So I feel like part of it, uh, that comfort of you're not, everything is okay, is frankly coming from a wealthy family that was able to send him in Jerusalem to be educated. For sure. And part of Jesus' kind of pushiness with authority is, I grew up poor, and I grew up, I was a tradesperson, I learned to trade, and I did this, and, and a lot of what he did was this sort of like, I mean, if you're approaching it from your point of view, from a a non-divine Jesus, a person who just absorb things like a sponge and if you're speaking about a divine jesus someone like i believe somebody's spreading god's plan well that's the thing i'm Mm -hmm. i'm of the i'm of i'm a i'm a reincarnation person Mm -hmm. so i feel like he was a just before you know buddha buddha bodhisattva that yeah that kind of a thing because they also believe there are some that come back yes right exactly and i feel Uh and i feel like he was trying to he was a teacher for sure Mm -hmm. and using you know the the he was using the, I don't like to use the word mythology of the mm. time, but that's what I mean. But right. I, but I, I also hold right. the word mythology in a higher esteem than most right. people well, do. Well, C.S. Lewis <laughs> used to refer to uh, our Christian myth and then went on to say, it doesn't mean it's not true. It's just yes. using a sort of a language. Yes, that's, that's, and and that's a, what I mean. A structure. Right. So that, the, the story yeah. of the Jewish people right. whom he was born into mm-hmm. To you to to teach what he had the knowledge right. So if he'd been born two hundred years mm-hmm. later, 
or probably would have been the same, maybe a thousand years later, then maybe he's a Muhammad. I don't know the story of Muhammad. I don't speak to divinity or not divinity. I don't even know if if Muslims believe him divine. No, no, no. They don't. He's a prophet, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So, uh, but same thing. Wise person Mm -hmm. using the culture that they're Mm -hmm. in to try and move us forward. And then Paul's like, but um, I'm very comfortable where I am. So let's smush down well, gays. Let's smush down women. Mm-hmm. Let's smush down Jewish people. Let's smush down everybody so right. that the people who are like me can get ahead, which so I don't enjoy. <laughs> when Jesus went from place to place and told people their sins were forgiven, this was a, a scary deal for people. Because they had to go and offer sacrifices. We talked about that. Mm. They had to do these things in order to be liberated of their sin. And sometimes they couldn't afford it. Sometimes they were impoverished. Oh, wow. We um, were uh, yeah, just all the way up to spiritually criminalizing yeah. poverty. Right, exactly. Cool. And so what Humanity Jesus is, is doing great. is, and that's what makes the Christian version of the story so compelling, is that like God becomes a poor person. Yes. And that that's really why it has, you know, if you believe it or not, the staying power that it does have. It's like, oh, no, no, this was not the 1%. Jesus was in in the vast herd of people who were just trying to get through trying the day. Trying to get through the day, so yeah. this is what God becomes for us. Have enough bread and enough mm-hmm. shelter to and make what it, God yeah. And what Jesus is teaching is really dealing with fishermen, mm-hmm. and he's dealing with shepherds, and then, yes, prostitutes, and people who are outliers who had more friends. Excuse me. Um, and he's really drawing them all together and saying, God loves you too, which was outraging people. And it seemed very much like he, Jesus very plainly saw the relationship between poverty and and desperation, and that makes you do bad things. Of course. I mean, yeah, his, when people say right. now that well, the crime is out of control, and I'm like, because people are desperate. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I always whenever somebody starts a set, starts a conversation mm-hmm. when crime is out of control, the first thing I say is it's because people are desperate. Right. It's it's not that they're bad. It's that they are desperate to feed their families. Well, even the desperate. traditional Good Friday story, Jesus's last act before expiring is forgiving the thief. The thief, right? Right next to him on the yeah. cross. Like this is just his through line. Through his entire life. Right. But what you see when you look at Paul's theology, it's like, well, some people are just bad. And we don't have any right I to mean, ask. that's also true. They're psychopaths. Right. right. But he's going, we don't have any ask, right to ask why God made you this way. But you're just one of those people who everything is going to go wrong for. And but then you're going the to thing. die. Genuinely bad people, uh-huh. stuff doesn't right. go wrong for them. I, because they are able mm-hmm. to step on the necks of the people around them to get to where they want to go in a lot but, in a lot of places in times. People who wonder how we got to Puritanism and the Scarlet Letter is a good example of that. Move. For people who wonder where we got from how we got to that from Jesus' teaching, it's directly through Saint Paul. Because what it does is create this horrible insecurity. What if what I'm if I'm one of the ones one that, of those people that's, that's a vessel condemned. of wrath? What does that mean? I could go to church as much as I want to. And I will never get to heaven because God has made me and to be something destroyed. And then people split and just go, well, if God is going right. to hate me, then forget it. I'm just going to do what I want to do. Right. And destroy the lives of the people around me. Yes. Because I don't care. Right, exactly. 
How was how how was how was Paul made a bit a different? Yeah, he, a good he difference didn't make it better. He just made this sort of Excuse complicated. Excuse me, how though? But we how how many of the books in the Bible are written by him? Too many. The answer is too many. Trying to remember the exact statistic, what what percentage of the New Testament was written by Paul? And I think it's something like twenty percent. That's too many. Yes, but again, if you're a scholar and you're saying we need to you know we want to compose the New Testament. We're going to edit together all the documents that we can verify from that period of time. He signed all of his out of utter vanity. Probably. I'm sorry, though. Yes. I don't mm-hmm. care about all of the documents written at that period of time. Right. I don't need ledgers and sales books and literal solicitation yes. letters. That's not what I need. I need the story of Jesus and mm-hmm. what he said. And we... we, we... And explanations mm-hmm. of that that fit into the framework of the things that he said. Right. Not, you know, he said this, but I'm sure what he meant was this totally opposite thing right. that he never said. Well, and this, what are we like, doing? I would like to get the sayings of Jesus like, God, this bread tastes awful, or, you know, yeah, sure. the weather is really awful. Oh, yeah. We're not going to get that I'm part so of Jesus. I'm so tired of the rain and I need some new shoes. <laughs> right, it's like all this walking, you know. That's... Can't I get one disciple that's a cobbler? I really right, like it's like, why are they all shoes? fishermen? Sure, fish again. Yeah, A fish stew, you say. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm so excited to share that with you. Right. Just moving bread out back because he can't take any bread too. Oh, did he invent the bread bowl? (laughs) We don't know. I was watching when I I remember the the first time that someone compelled me to watch uh, the Passion of the Christ. Mm. And there's that very strange scene where he invents the table, and and is it the table or chairs? It's like a table with 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 chairs, right? He invented the dining set, and I'm going, I. I don't know if and I was watching. Is this. he Aaron Brothers now? No, Aaron, no, they do friends. That was Moses's brother, uh, Aaron Brothers. Um, watching it with uh, with uh, my wife at the time, and um, and she's looking at me like because she also was unchurched. Did Jesus invent the table? No, is that like Jesus part of the scriptures? Like, no, I have I have no idea. I'm it's pretty like, sure the table was invented. Like, right. Just after but, the yes, wheel. the whole idea. I don't <laughs> think that. I think the table's been around for a real long time. Right, but this weird dining set thing that, you, as you brought up, it's like I, I, I don't know where this is coming from. I don't know why we believe that. Um, another issue that we hit also was how much he supported sort of a patriarchal opinion in how he relegated women to certain roles in the church. And made that dynamic, and I think that's still something that's with us, unfortunately. Whereas Jesus is giving authority to women left and right, and having conversations with them when he's not supposed to, and or not supposed to according to their culture, and he's talking to them, and Paul instead is kind of like, well, you know, they can be in the church, but they have to sit in the back, and they have to cover their head. There are still people who do this. There are some churches that follow a very which uh, is maddening to me because the only tradition. reason there is a Christian church is because of women. Right. There would not be a Christian church today if women did not That's follow the faith. Absolutely, one hundred percent true. Because so let's of, you know what else mm-hmm. there wouldn't be Paul right or Jesus. It's, it's interesting that you don't hear much about like Paul as much as he talks about himself does not bring up. 
his because family at all. He was deeply unhappy in mm-hmm. whatever family situation he had. But that's the only thing I can think of. I mean, maybe they were trying to get rid of him too. Sure. Or he was hiding, hiding it on purpose Go because to he had a right. consort of some sort. Mm-hmm. Which goes to the other thing. That he couldn't. We have, We also talked about. Be honest about his feelings about gay inclusion, and he was. Once again, if you argue mm-hmm. that hard against something, I need you to look at it. As I said, there are some people some who have that point of view that just think that this is there was a reason behind this. Um, and I, I think that it was terrible that Jesus didn't make any distinctions at all about this, as far as we know. And that... Well, I bet he did. Mm-hmm. And they just were like, Ooh, dude, are you sure you want to write that thing? Right. Ooh, well, that might be a little too far. When Jesus... I, I guarantee uh-huh. you he said something. And the people around him were right. too squeamish to write it down. Yeah, he didn't... Or he, they didn't think it was going to be... That big of a deal. Right. He did because that. at that point, they knew that 10 to 20% of the population was homosexual. Well, okay, and like, this is something uh, Jimmy Carter... That's not new. <laughs> uh, ...brought up when he was discussing how he... Because, you know, Jimmy Carter, the former president, is yes. a Sunday school teacher. Yes. And when he's uh, asked questions about gay inclusion in the church, he's like... There have always been homosexuals, and there were certainly homosexuals yeah. in Jesus' time. 100%. There were cultures that were op- that openly accepted homosexuality. Yeah. I mean, he was in a town that uh, was bordered around with a, a Roman um, village, that which you talked about before. He was within 30 miles of this. This was a village that was mostly inhabited by pagans. There were Greeks. There were Romans there. So there was an open culture. This is Jesus attended theatrical performances. Okay. Because he uses the term hypocrites often. Okay. And hypocrites is a Greek word. It means someone wearing a mask to conceal who they are. Yeah. And Jesus uses the word hypocrites a lot. He uses a lot of Greek words when he's trying to explain things. Right. And so... Because he also knows who his audience are. Right. He, but he knows that they're talking about it, but he's also spreading these sort of ideas that came from not just Judaism, but opening up those ideas yeah. and exploring them from the context of other ideas. Right. Um, and so, like, of course he was exposed to people of all different kinds, and he just did not, it didn't, I, all that we can say, as, you know, Jimmy Carter was pointing out, is that he never brings it up, because it's like he doesn't care. He, yes, um, my is, my assumption is, why would I say anything pro or against, this right. is 10% or 20% of the population, right. and it is what it is. Yeah, but... I don't know what you don't understand when I say all. Right. That's the thing. Yeah. That's what it is. He's not, he doesn't describe mankind in the way that our forefathers did. Right. The, like the, the forefathers of the country did. Mm-hmm. White, landowning males. Mm-hmm. That's He meant yeah. people. All of them. Certainly he didn't mean white, because he never saw a white person. Jesus never looked upon <laughs> a white person. Lucky him. <laughs> Paul is... I, he's I, like, I know Paul's not white, but he's like a white voice. You know it, what I'm it's, saying? <laughs> it's a person who's begging all these new radicals to, you don't need to be radical. You can just go along with everyone else and it'll all be fine. And also change the dynamic so it's kind of about him and his teaching and the way that he wants to portray Christianity. 
He recharacterizes Jesus's mission. I mean, we Which, really like I said, big Iago vibes. Hey, right. Paul, it's not about right. you. And I, I do think that it's that's what it was. And unfortunately, I think it's out of proportion. What he wrote isn't the most important thing. Um, and it's it's taken out of proportion as if it's more important than it actually was ever meant to be. But um, I think... Well, Paul be thrilled with the situation. Yeah. He'd oh, be no. like, I got 20% of the book? Nice. Right. <laughs> but to say that, yeah, it, it, I, I, I don't know what to do from now. I think that it's... There's a lot of conversation about cancel culture. Mm-hmm. I almost want to cancel him. It's like, let's just go back to what Jesus said and ignore I mean, I don't know that we need, uh, in a book that there is a not insignificant percent of the population mm-hmm. that says that that was written, that right. that is the word of God, we don't need any solicitation letters. Those can all go. Right. But also you on top c- of that, for the book that is guiding people's lives, it doesn't need to, when you find out the discriminatory practices come from one guy, one guy did it. You know, it's not like it's not the rest. I also of it. don't quite understand why Christians are real into the Old Testament. I don't That's understand that. That's not I yours. No, that book wasn't written for us. Um, not written for you. Not mm-hmm. written by you. You don't understand it's the context. In a lot of, I mean, right. you do, but yeah, it's taken out of one of the, <laughs> the people that, who want to tell me that. Gays right. are an abomination, but they're wearing polyester. Don't know what, don't or understand even the book. Cheeseburgers, for heaven's sake. Exactly. I, I think that I one of the things I, I, I really began to understand through all of this is how a person can have an outsized influence and change everything. But the hopeful note for me is that we can have an outsized influence and change everything again. Uh, that dynamic can be changed mm-hmm. if one sort of busybody can insert themselves into the church. You better start writing some solicitation letters. <laughs> right. That's the way to do it, I guess. Just ask for money. <laughs> By the way, can I have a couple of dollars? Jesus loves you. Jesus no, loves I, you. I think we've had enough and of that. And everyone. Now. Yes, Jesus Did loves Did I mention everyone. he loves everyone? You're not, you have not been doomed to hell just because Paul says, oh, I don't know why there's evil in the world. Bethel of I mean, that, that's a whole separate I feel like he, that, that term came to him in a dream. Yeah, I, I don't... I, well, apparently dreaming is how all of his best thing ideas came to him. He, he sees Jesus in a vision. He sees, you know, like wondering, all right, well, you know, how long were you awake? Do you have... like a Long enough to write those solicitation letters. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I... I I need to keep reiterating. These, these letters right. were written to people asking for money and other items they are <laughs> they are fundraising propaganda that mm. we have put in a bible that people believe is the word of god maybe if the word uh, of god is fundraising propaganda you're that's not the right god that's not the right one i just yeah I, the fact that he's at the beginning of the book of Romans asking for money to go to Spain. It's like, oh no, we don't need you in Spain. <laughs> we really don't. Spain's all set. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, we're, we're fine. I almost want to say, you know, it's like maybe the pagans are doing good things there. <laughs> just, just, we don't need 
if they need Christianity, they don't need your Christianity there. Yeah. They no. don't need that there for And them. also, let's not call it Christianity, because yeah, it doesn't exactly. have much to do with Christ. No. Not anymore. So how about you get his name out of your face? We call it Paul's Antics. <laughs> right. And if you believe in it, Paulissimo. Paulanity? It's not good. He doesn't have a good... And a person will Tarsidity? just... Tarsidity? I don't... I'm, they'll devote themselves to it, and in the end, find out they were a vessel of oops, wrath. vessel of wrath. Get wah, you. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, that's just... It yeah. feels like picking the wrong door in Let's Make a Deal, and there's a donkey back there. Well, and it's it, like, what are we it doing? It feels more like picking the wrong door in It. You know, not very scary at all. It's like, well, no, no, it's pretty scary. That brings us to the end of this week's episode. If you liked it, please subscribe and leave us a review. And share it with a friend. We have an internet home without WorksPodcast.com. Our show notes and links to stories that we talk about can be found there. You can find us on Twitter at WithoutWorksPod. You can find us on Facebook by searching WithoutWorks in the search bar. You can email us at WithoutWorksPod at gmail.com. Links to all of those items are on the website, so do go there and have a look around. I've been Amity. He's been Lemuel. We urge you to get vaccinated Mm -hmm. and do something good.